The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I want to take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents, and that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor, and Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down, and they learn how to do it themselves, and parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week, and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the code THEAUTISMDAD22 at checkout to save 10%. My name is Rob Gorski. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast, where we talk about all things related to autism and parenting and ADHD and education and mental health and self-care and all those things that are relevant and important in your life, but maybe it's hard to talk about or you're uncomfortable talking about it, or it's a very sensitive subject that is deemed controversial. Those are the things that we, we handle here because it's important and it matters and we need to learn to have these conversations, even if we don't agree with each other, because there's a lot that we can learn and we can work to, uh, to bridge some of those gaps. Okay. So today was supposed to be a listener question day and I've decided to do something a little bit different. You know, my goal with the listener questions is to kind of, you know, pull a listener or reader question and and talk about it for a few minutes and give you something to think about as we go into the weekend. But I want to do this a little bit differently today. And I want to focus on something that I think impacts a lot of us that we just don't talk about enough and that's mental health. So, so what we're going to do today is, is talk about some things that I'm dealing with personally right now. And I don't know if you're one of those people out there that needs to hear this today, but if you are, uh, this show is for you. And if you're not, then this can give you insight into what someone in your life might be dealing with so that you are able to be more empathetic and show compassion and just have a better understanding of what someone else's life experience is. So that being said, uh, I think that it's incredibly important that we normalize mental health. I think it's important that we talk about depression and anxiety and mental illness and all of those things because there's a lot of stigma attached to them. It's taboo to talk about depression and, um, you know, and things that are kind of invisible uh, challenges. You know, over the years that I've been writing, I have tried to be very honest and transparent and open about my personal struggle uh, with depression and some anxiety. There's definitely some anxiety in there too. Because A, it feels good to me to kind of talk about that stuff because it's therapeutic for me, but it's also important that people realize they're not alone. It's hard when you are struggling with something like depression to, to live in like a bubble where you feel completely isolated and nobody gets it and nobody understands and people aren't asking you the right questions and they're not helping you in a way that's beneficial to you or you're being criticized for sleeping in or, or being unmotivated or struggling with just getting out of bed in the morning. So like I get it and I want you to know that you're not alone. So I want to talk about what I've been going through, uh, recently. The last couple of months have been very challenging for me on an emotional level. And there's no, there's no like trigger for that. There's nothing that like happened that was catastrophic in my life. In fact, there's a lot in my life that's going really, really well. And, and so this is really frustrating for me because I feel like 
I shouldn't be in this mindset, but I can't, I can't get myself out of it. Um, but I've been struggling with, uh, depression and anxiety. There's been a lot of anxiety as well as, as well as burnout, you know, because I have, uh, neglected myself over the last few months. And when, when you are dealing with the daily struggles that you deal with as a parent, that adds up, right? It, it all costs resources. It all draws from your physical and emotional bank accounts. And when you're not putting back into yourself, uh, you can bankrupt those accounts, you know, and, and then you end up where I am right now. And so I think it's really important that we have this conversation so that you can avoid what I'm having to deal with at the moment. So, um, like I said, there's no, there, there's no catastrophic, anything that happened in my life that has got me, uh, you know, knocked off my feet. It, it just, I just reached a point where I just shut down and I pushed people away and I just, I just wanted to stop. And, and I don't mean stop as in like hurt myself or something like that. I just mean, stop. Like I want to get off the ride. I, I want all the stuff that's going on to just stop long enough that I can catch my breath and I can get my bearings and I can figure out what I'm supposed to be doing because there's too much happening at one time. There's too many demands on me. There's too many people needing something from me. Uh, and I'm not enough, you know, I have not been putting back into myself. And so there's not enough of me to go around. And, and even on the best day, like if I had the best day of my life and I had all of my resources intact, I had, if you, if you like the spoon analogy, I had all my spoons, I would not be enough to meet the needs of my kids on, on a best day. Uh, and, and so when I am at a deficit, like I am right now, I feel like I'm failing them and I am not paying attention to the things that I should be paying attention to. And I'm focused on things that I should just be back right now because they're not mission critical. They're not, um, things that are vital to moving my family forward, you know? And so I, I find myself in a place right now where after kind of doing that for long enough that I have, I have emotionally bankrupted myself again. Uh, I, I struggle to get out of bed in the morning. I just want to sleep. But when I go to bed at night, I can't sleep because I can't shut my brain off. You know, it's frustrating. It's overwhelming. And I'm angry with myself for allowing things to get to this point. And there's no quick fix. There's nothing that I can do to just snap out of it. It's I have to work through it and I, and I have to find a path forward that allows me to navigate some of these things and, and then address the issues that were causing it in the first place. And, you know, like I said, it's not, there wasn't any one thing. I think it's just like a, a culmination of everything that's been going on. And, uh, you know, being a parent is stressful. Being a single parent is even more stressful and being a single parent to three autistic kids is whatever, whatever is more stressful than that. Uh, and my kids are amazing and I love them and I would do anything for them and they're doing incredibly well, but it's still challenging and I'm one person and I, I, I don't have, uh, that other parent isn't involved. And, and so it's just me and I have family and you know, they're helpful and amazing, but it's not the same thing as having that, you know, that, that parenting partner, that, that person that's there to tag in and tag out so that you can get a break, you know, or, or or you can make decisions together. Like I, I don't have that, uh, luxury anymore and it wears on you. And, and I have been feeling, I've been a single parent 
for a while now, realistically for probably a lot of the last nine years. And I've never felt like more of a single parent than I do right now. Uh, I have kids who are transitioning into high school for the first time, mainstream high school out of a, a out of a charter school for autistic kids. And it's a huge change. Uh, I have, I have a 22 year old adult son who is trying to move out, wanting to establish himself and find job training and get into some social groups and, and do things like that, that falls on me to, to make that work. And, uh, navigating all the teenage things and my own personal stuff and trying to manage this podcast and the business that I built around it and, and get my house, uh, all the projects done in my house and pay the bills and just keep focused on everything. And it's so hard. It's so hard and it's so overwhelming. And when I don't do well enough or I don't meet my own standard, I just beat myself up. And I, I talk myself into this place where I can't climb out of. And I hate, I hate asking people for help. I hate asking people for help. I don't view it as a weakness. I don't view it as like, um, uh, like a negative thing about me, but I, I view it as imposing on someone else. And I don't want my struggles to have a negative impact on anyone else. And and then, you know, when you're in this weird place, uh, it's easier to just say that you're okay when you're not, you know, it, it's easier to say, yes, yeah, I'm fine. Everything's cool. You know, uh, you know, just bad day. Everything will be, everything will be fine because it's easier than, than delving into all of those things that you're keeping to yourself and struggling with silently. And that's just, uh, too many of us do that. And I have preached for years to my readers and listeners to not do that. And, and I, I still catch myself doing the same thing. And there is no immediate fix for any of this. It's, I have to, I have to navigate it and I have to work my way through it. And, you know, medication adjustments and lifestyle changes and, you know, taking time to just focus on myself and rebuild myself so that I have the resources to be the best parent that I can be for my kids. And it's daunting. It is. As I'm sitting here right now, I am, I am so overwhelmed. I don't even know what to do with the rest of my day, you know? Um, but I can't, I can't stay in this place, right? I, I can't keep spinning my wheels. I have to find a path forward. I mean, you have to find a path forward. If you're going through something like this too, I mean, we, we, none of us can stay in this place forever. We have to find a way to, to push through it, you know, and, and sometimes the only way to get to the other side is to go through. You can't, you can't always go around. You can't always avoid things. You have to push through it. And for me, I feel like that's where I'm at right now and I, I have to push through it. And so I thought maybe it would be helpful to just share a couple of the things that I'm doing right now to try and a, keep things from getting worse and, and B, uh, try and kind of replenish those physical and emotional bank accounts that I have allowed to run dry. So a couple of things that I'm really trying to do is I, I'm really trying to sleep better at night. So I'm going to bed early and it's not, it's not working well most of the time, uh, because I just, my head is just full of thoughts that I can't stop thinking about. And then I get frustrated because I can't sleep. And then that's, a whole nother thing. Uh, school starts next week. So it's going to be early mornings. I can't sleep in. I have to get out of bed, which is probably a good thing because it's, it's something that's going to be forcing me to do something that I don't want to do. And that's, that's going to be helpful. But, you know, I'm trying to 
limit the things that I'm taking on that are not directly related to work or directly related to my kids because those have to be the priorities right now. I need work because I need to make money. I need to pay my bills. I need to feed my kids. I need to improve the house. I need to improve our lives. And so I have to work to do that. So I have to prioritize work. My kids need me to be their dad. They need me to be the best version of myself that I can be. And so I have to give them whatever I can without uh, depleting everything that I have, if that makes sense. And, and so I'm, I'm very focused right now on, on work related things and the kids. I have decided that I'm going to force myself to go back to the gym. Uh, it's been about a month since I've been at the gym because I've just been not wanting to go and I've allowed myself to, uh, to not do that. So it's, it's, it's frustrating. It really is because it shouldn't be this hard. It shouldn't be this hard, but for me, it is right now. And, uh, I'm not lazy. I'm not, um, I want to get this stuff done. I want to make all this progress. I want to get things moving and I want to, to finish building this business that's doing really well and, and, and keep growing and be able to help you guys out there and help my kids and help myself. I want to do all that stuff, but I, I get so overwhelmed sometimes that I end up doing nothing. And so if I limit what I'm taking on, then it's less likely that I'm going to become overwhelmed. And, and so I've, I've, uh, shut down most of the things in my life outside of work and family. I'm going to reinvest some of that energy that I'm saving into self-care and, uh, try and get myself back on track there. I've gained some of the weight back that I worked so hard to lose over the last couple of years and I don't feel comfortable in my own skin, you know, and it's a horrible feeling and I, and I want to fix that. So going to the gym is, is a good way for me to do that. I'm going to eat better. I'm trying to eat better. I am trying to be kinder to myself. I'm trying to give myself grace, recognizing that I'm doing a lot and it's not easy and I need to cut myself slack because I'm human. And that's not easy to do for me. I really am very hard on myself. And I'm sure so many of you out there can relate to that feeling because we are our own worst enemies sometimes. But, you know, I'm working with my doctor. We're going to be making med changes. I just started medication for ADHD uh, for the first time in my life. And that's, that should be helping. It feels like it's helping already. So that's, that's a, that's a positive thing. And I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other and, and live day to day. And sometimes hour to hour, sometimes minute to minute. And sometimes I'm going to fall and sometimes I'm going to, uh, not be able to get up right away. And, and I have to be okay with that. I just can't stay in that place. I have to just, I have to find a way to get myself back up and push forward. And, and you have to do the same thing too. I mean, none of us can stay in this place. You know, we have to find paths forward. We have to reach out for help if we need help. And that's not easy for me to do. You know, I, I, I don't like imposing on people, like I said, and, and, uh, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's this block in my head that just doesn't, it's not, it's not something that I can easily do, but when I need help, I'm, I'm learning to ask for help, you know? So I don't know how this is going to relate to what you're going through or what you're not going through. I don't know if this relates to something that someone in your life is going through and uh, you know, maybe you want to help, but you don't know how. Just be kind, be understanding and don't judge and offer rather than wait for somebody to ask. It would be so much easier if people asked me, like if, if they said, what can we do to help? Or, or we want to do this. It's so much easier than, than me having to uh, 
ask them for specific things, you know? And I know that a lot of you can, can probably relate to that. So just be nice to the people in your life who are going through a rough time. Don't discount what they're experiencing just because you can't see it, right? Just because it's invisible doesn't mean it's not there. And I just, uh, I hope, I hope that if you were going through something similar right now, that you're hearing my voice and you're hearing what I'm going through and what I'm feeling and what I'm struggling with. And you are reminded that you're not alone. You're not alone. Reach out to family or friends or uh, a therapist, you know, something don't go through this by yourself uh, because it just makes it so much harder. So I really hope that this helps. And if this is something that is benefiting you and you would like me to have more conversations about things like this, let me know. And, and I'll do that. I don't mind sharing like this if it's helpful to people. So you can visit my website at listen.theautismdad.com. That's the website for the podcast. And when you're listening to this episode, there's comments uh, fields below. So you can just leave comments and tell me what you think, or you can shoot me an email, share your thoughts or your opinions. And, and we can have a discussion, you know, in the comments if, you, if you'd like. So just, I hope this helps. I, I know that I'm rambling at this point, so I'm just going to shut it down. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Remember that you're not alone. Give yourself some grace and uh, remember that you're human and that's okay. All right. Take care guys.